The following is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. You're listening to the Green Over Everything podcast with Jonesy and my man Brown. Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we come here. We're happy. We're we're uh, look, man. JK's happy. I'm happy because look, I'm not. There are a few opportunities. How, how, how do I put this? Look, man, they won. They won. They won. You know, this isn't like, and and once you get into this part of the season, I understand, and I was real over the top after that first win, week one. You know, that's, I, that's week one. I think that's a custom. You know, you, you that that has to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to fly over the handle. You got to, you know, you got to overdo it. And for me, you, as long as you, you you know, there's, as long as there's room for reality, there's room for realism, you know, there's, there's, there's room to be honest. We knew that wins were going to be, you know, few and far between this season. We knew, we did. you know, we knew, you know, you had to you know, temper your, your expectations but it was week one. Mm-hmm. Then week two happened. Mm-hmm. Then week three happened. <sighs> then week four happened. Mm-hmm. So there was a good chance. There was a good chance, and we talked about this on the Jonesy and Brown podcast uh, last week. You know, we could have been looking at one and six. Mm-hmm. Carolina wasn't a gimme. It wasn't. You know, this is all true. So to get out, Carolina wasn't a gimme, but it was probably when you look at it, their best chance of winning for a while. Got Super Bowl champions coming in on Thursday. We'll talk about that later on this week. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going out to uh, Las Vegas. You know that's that's going to be that's going to be interesting. So. Bottom line, bottom line is a win is a win. We'll take it. I'll take it. Not that they, not that the Eagles just looked in, you know, it wasn't a well-oiled machine. All right. See, all right. I'm glad you said that because here's my question. As you're talking about, it's a win and you'll take it. What are your expectations? And more importantly, what is it that you're hoping to see from the Eagles this year? Because as I'm watching this year, the one thing I wanted to see more than anything else, mm-hmm. and I've said this repeatedly, was consistency from the yeah. quarterback, and that's still the one thing I'm not seeing. Well, there's a lot of – I wouldn't say that's the one thing you're not seeing. There's, uh, a, lot, I, there's, there's, there's a lot of consistency. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things I'm not seeing. Penalties mm-hmm. are still a problem. Um, The defense had – one of their better games today. I'll give them that. Um, I wouldn't say it was great, but we got turnovers. Yes. Slay and Nelson stepped up, made some plays. Slay and Nelson um, uh, stepped up. That front four probably played their best game best since game. week one. Since best Brandon game. Graham went down yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So like there were some pos- there de- there were some positives for sure. Mm-hmm. But when we talked last week, when we were talking with Barrett Brooks before the game last week, mm-hmm. and 
you all started off the show trying to figure out the issues on defense. And I said, I haven't even got around to being worried about the defense yet. Because I still have these offensive concerns. Yes. And 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 nothing happened today to alleviate my offensive concerns. Miles Sanders was still underutilized. Like there were a couple rushing attempts in the fourth quarter that were six. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at that. They ran the ball and got yards. Now, I'm I'm glad glad you brought that up because I wanted. I, I I wanted to get your thoughts on this because we you and I have we, we have sat here and we've asked many of people mm-hmm. to try and explain why Miles Sanders seems to struggle to get on the field and get touches because you know as bad as it is this season as you're sitting here just watching the run game be ignored mm-hmm. just be completely ignored. It's not like it's for it. It's a it seems to be a continuation of the last regime. Uh, this might be worse than the last regime. Yeah, well, yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is they're moving in the same direction. It's not like we yeah. we. It's not like we made the coaching change, and now we've pivoted away from avoiding Miles Sanders to utilizing him more. We've changed it. We've changed the coaching regime and they're just like, look, Oh, y'all thought y'all thought y'all was ignoring Miles Sanders. Hold my beer. Okay. Miles Sanders had 11 carries today, but I don't remember the exact number. I think four or five of them came in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But, but which means you're going through the majority of the game with the offense is struggling a quarterback who for the first three quarters of the game, that let's be honest, that offense wasn't doing anything like you're, you're going to hate to hear me say this, Okay, but I get some Tebow vibes watching Jalen hurts play. Now, granted, now, granted, Hertz is a better thrower of the football than Tebow was. Mm-hmm. But watching the team, you see with both of them inconsistencies, missed throws. Mm-hmm. And that that's the thing. Whether I miss that throw by a foot or I miss it by six yards, I miss the throw. And the drive stops. We're punting. We're not finishing drives in the end zone, putting drives in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And so you're asking your defense to keep you in the game every week. And then maybe in the fourth quarter when it's clutch time, then you'll, for some unknown reason, you relax and play better in those last five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. But what about the first 55 minutes of the game? What's going on then? You know what I mean? Yeah. So from that aspect, I'll get Tim Tebow vibes because the offense stalls until it's back against the wall. And now we got to make a last two-minute drive. Something like that, and then it's like, okay, where where was this all again? It, it it was it was maximum ugly, man. You're watching the defense give them opportunity after opportunity, and them not being able to capitalize on it, and mm-hmm. that was frustrating. And I know you t- you talked about the inconsistencies of this offense. We talked about, you know, now that we are over a month into the season, is it fair enough to ask? Is Nick Sirianni in over his head? And at this, and sometimes you're watching the game and you're just sitting there thinking to yourself, 
what is he thinking? What is he doing? This play calling. I mean, it, it, as inconsistent as the quarterback play has been, I feel like the play calling has been equally as inconsistent. And I feel like you, when we talked about the failures of last season, I think the two of us agreed that there was enough blame to go around. Mm-hmm. It was the GM who built this team, the coach who calls the plays, and the quarterback. And I feel like we've gotten rid of we got rid of the coach, got rid of the quarterback, but yet the same problems seem to be rearing its ugly head. Mm-hmm. So that makes you think the problems went beyond just the head coach and the quarterback. I always thought the problems went beyond just the head coach and the quarterback. I was one that said, look, man, we're going to get rid of somebody. Get rid of all three. I was never one who said, hey, just get rid of the quarterback or just get rid of the coach. I said clean house. All three and, of them got to go. And, you know, I was the one that said, if we're going to make any changes, it needs to start, start with, at the top. At top. Start at the top. And then let that guy make any decisions on coach, quarterback, mm-hmm. and anything else. But start there. Here's the thing. And whatever you – however you decide to remember this game, mm-hmm. it will go down in the record books as a fourth-quarter comeback by Jalen Hurts, led by Jalen Hurts. Fact. Defense made, defense made some plays, made a couple of plays. Special teams made some plays. The block punt, the block three punt, interceptions. Three interceptions. But so I, defense it, and special teams showed up today. You got a fourth-quarter comeback by your quarterback. You know, that, that that is what it is. On a short field after a block punt. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Special teams handed handed him fu- an opportunity, but but honestly, the, the final way, result will say fourth quarter comeback, game winning drive by Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Those would, that's what the box yeah. score will say. And it's like as fans, because that's that's what you and I are. As but fans, I, you know, but, uh, but I think it's our win. job to put these things in proper put, perspective. Oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I get, but, this wasn't the same as going eighty yards with <laughs> two minutes on the clock and nah. just slinging it all around. No, but you, it was, you were handed a layup. Okay, but when you look at how that quarterback has played those first three quarters, you know that layups. Uh, it you was, can miss layups. He can miss layups. Mm-hmm. You can very it. well miss layups. Truth but, be told, when that punt got blocked, I was screaming, upset because he he, he, he went to he fall fell, on it instead on of it. picking up the run exactly. with a crowd of white jerseys it, around him. Like you could have just ran that in. I'm like, bruh. The way this offense is, are you really I, going to trust I this offense? Didn't trust the, I didn't trust the offense to get the job done. So I was pleasantly surprised to see them finish the job. Mm-hmm. But I was that nervous and felt that way because As not well only of the have. previous four games, but the previous three quarters. As well you should have. So def- the defense – is what it is. I mean, I, th- I think the defense stepped up. Slay and Nelson probably played their best game as a tandem as Eagles. Mm, absolutely. Front four probably played their best game 
as uh, probably played their best game since the loss of Brandon Graham. Best whole game probably since week one. Mm-hmm. What what other positive takeaways do you have from this game? Or is that it? The O-line looked good for stretches. Mm-hmm. There were couples there was there was a part of the game into the third quarter where it seemed like we had completely abandoned the run. They yeah. figured that out and they were about to tee off on Hurts. Ridgeway got back there a couple times in a row, and it really seemed like they were about to pin their ears back. Mm-hmm. But somehow, magically, going to the fourth quarter, Sirianni figured out if you have a run and balance in your offense, they can't just do that. And so even with that, that comes with you know a caveat because it was not – as much as I can find things to say I liked, mm-hmm. I can use those same things to point out things I didn't like. Okay, so like what, like what you have the, the you have the defending world champs coming in into your board mm-hmm. next week. Mm-hmm. What from this week could you take? To say, hey, what 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 do you use to build momentum going into next week? If there's if there's any momentum to be built, because this was your probably def- as ugly as as a game. Could your be. defense showed progress. Mm-hmm. Your defense is def- because the last two weeks, Kansas City and Dallas, a couple high powered offenses, they came in. You saw you saw them, and they put up lots of points mm-hmm. against you, and this was a nice reset for the defense, a chance to get their confidence back up get back in the mindset of, yeah, we can stop guys. We can make plays, too. Granted, you're going against Sam Darnold, but they were 3-1 and one coming into this game. What do you think of Sam Darnold? Was he for real or for fake? I think he's talented, but not special. Mm-hmm. He's a decent quarterback. Decent. He's a decent quarterback, mm-hmm. but not special. Okay. That, so, this was a good situation for the defense to get their feet back under and get their confidence back. But offensively, I still have every single question I had going into this game. They did nothing to appease the concerns I had when we were talking last week about the offense. I wanted to talk about the offense because I wanted to let's let's circle back to Miles Sanders for a second. Mm-hmm. And I want to actually talk to you about the end of the game. As they now have the lead and are now working towards trying to salt away this game. Mm-hmm. Of course, you you know that they're going to run the ball. They're going to try and get mm-hmm. the ball. Because at that point, you as frustrating as play calling has been, Nick Sirianni is stupid. Right. So he's going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And at that point, and, you saw Gainwell and Sanders actually get some cat, yeah, some but, design cat runs. But the thing was, was Miles Sanders as we're trying to run the clock out and force Carolina to take timeouts mm-hmm. on at least two plays, he runs the ball out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Do you? And I guess I'm I'm still trying to figure out why. 
this coaching staff doesn't have faith in Miles Sanders. And I'm trying to think, is that the kind of decision-making that they're seeing in practice that makes them think, you know, maybe we can't lean on this guy? Like, is, is, is that it? Could that maybe, be? Maybe, but... And, I, and we're dancing in hypothetical land yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just, you know, just I trying want to, make... to be I want to be careful even suggesting what I'm about to suggest because it's pure speculation. Hey, that's but all we got. At the Just playing, you know, the opposite side of your question, for a guy like Miles Sanders, if you're not being used all game long or allowed to get into a rhythm, Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about really wanting to run into hits at the end of a game? Oh, I mean, I I, I see your point. I'm just asking. I see, I see your point. I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure. I'm just trying to figure it out. Shout out to Kathleen. She's watching the show. You know, thank you. Appreciate you. Fly Eagles, fly. We got to win. Uh, and real talk, you know, because they won, I'm toasting that Eagles win <laughs> with a nice cold Billy Day. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do that. Stop putting your head down like that, bro. I think I'm gonna do this every time the Eagles win, which oh. means I'll, I'll probably still have a lot of Billy D left in the fridge. Mm-hmm. But but none get of- a six pack and hope that they don't go bad. <laughs> you absolutely right, bro. <laughs> you absolutely right. But nonetheless, getting but getting back to Sanders, I mean. I, I see that philosophy, but even that that kind of, and, and I and I know that, and I'm acknowledging, we're speculating it. You know, mm-hmm. oh, that's why I'm a, I want to be careful yeah. even suggesting that because I don't want to say he's not a hundred percent committed or all in yeah. for the team. Yeah. I have no reason to think otherwise. Mm-hmm. But running backs in general, from what I from what I know, like to get into a rhythm, mm-hmm. and he's not being allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Is more is more so what my point is, is that you know, you give them you you give the ball got to the guy for the last five minutes of the game that whole first after three been, quarters yeah, plus you've been ignoring him. Mm-hmm. You he's you can't expect him to be in any kind of real rhythm. Mm-hmm. Is is more so my point. So the next so the next question I got I I want to talk to you about. I guess you got Jalen Rager versus Quez Watkins. Watkins gets the big pass downfield, kind of um, like first real big play of the game mm-hmm. for this offense. Mm-hmm. You see that he has speed. This is a man who has some speed to him. He can catch the ball and make plays. Mm-hmm. At at what point do you start seeing more of him and less of Rager? Or do you think? Or you think this is a case of? Look, they're going to try and give Ray because he's their first round draft pick. Well, honestly, I don't think necessarily that Rager has looked bad either because mm. a lot of what you're seeing is a quarterback who misses throws when he does go downfield. Even some of the throws that are completions, they're a little behind the guys, so they can't catch it in stride and run. Um, you see, you're seeing things like that where. It's the three receivers as a group mm-hmm. allow each other to have space to move. Yeah, because it's all three of them that have the speed, and so you can't really shift coverage. They put each other in space, mm-hmm. but 
you need a consistently accurate quarterback who puts the ball in the right place, allowing these guys to maximize their abilities after the catch. Mm-hmm. You know, you throw the ball a step behind a guy, he has to stop, catch, try to restart. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I throw that ball that step in front of him, he never even has to leave, look back anything, just keep running. And these are the little things that mm-hmm. um, Hertz really needs to work on to maximize the ability of all of his receivers. Up until that fourth quarter, there there had been some talk. You, you looked at how the game that Hertz was having, the way that he was struggling. Up until mm-hmm. that fourth, up until the fourth quarter, when they were able to come back, I had started to hear some 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 talk. Hey, maybe it's time to start activating Gardner Minshew. How much of that should be left to just talk, and how much of that do you think? Hey, man, that for what? Because you just said your. I mean, you've been saying it yourself. Your court, your quarterback is struggling. He's not you making think- the plays. Do you think Minshew is good? Do I think Minshew is good? No, Mm -hmm. but people are talking. I'm I'm asking. Do you think Minshew is good? I think he's all right. Do you think Do you think you have a quarterback on the roster that makes you a viable competitor for this season? A viable competitor? I think. I personally, I I want you to stop thinking like a fan for a second. Mm -hmm. Think about this like a GM. Okay. Do you, if you don't have a viable viable option to make you a competitor as a quarterback, you might as well let the young kid who has the most upside play, see if you can develop him. Mm-hmm. If, if it doesn't work, then we lost the games and got a better draft pick. Okay. So you're you not want to you don't want to be a seven and ten team. You don't want to be an eight and nine team. Honestly, in the NFL, it's better to be two and fifteen than seven and nine. Or seven and ten now. So at this there's point, no lottery system there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to help you out, even though you compete. You just in the middle of the road. And this was a team that we know whether or not anyone's willing to come out and openly say it is in a rebuild. Yeah, no, understood, understood. So basically, what you're saying is, at this point in time, you're still rocking with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Still rocking with Jalen Hurts. Ride him out to the end, to the end of the season, and 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 honestly, I'm I'm not convinced yet that they as 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 poorly as he's played, as inconsistent as he has played at times. I'm still not ready to say they need to make quarterback a first round priority, especially if they get three picks this year. Yeah, th- th- this summer. I don't. This, okay. this spring, and I should say. I'll put it this way. because ta- We talked about this before when we had Javon on with us. And we were having the conversation. And Javon and I both said that we feel like when you're building a team in a rebuild, the quarterback is the last piece you throw to it. Okay. You, you want to look to build your line, put some weapons in place, mm-hmm. and then – at that point, you have a solid team. You add a quarterback to and complete a couple pieces. Complete, complete it with your roster. Fill out your roster with a couple mm-hmm. pieces to go on that run in that limited window when you have a quarterback at a reasonable financial number before you have to start shedding talent. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You have a four a four year window when that quarterback's on his rookie deal before you start bleeding talent to um try to maximize your opportunity. That's really your best bet. So if you want to take advantage of that opportunity, you need to have talent in house before you start going looking for quarterback. Because what happens when you do it that way mm-hmm. is you're the Jets and you just keep cycling quarterbacks in and out. And you never have the team around them mm-hmm. before it's time to decide: do what do we pay this guy or not? Mm-hmm. You know, Kathleen loves Hurts. She says Hurts is our quarterback. She's sold. She don't want to hear about no Minshew. She don't want to hear about no Flacco. She said Hurts was born. Look, look at this one. Hurts was born to be a QB. I hear you, babe. I hear you. I hear you. I I, I wish I had the faith that Kathleen had. She's not, you know, she's not wrong in her faith in 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 in, in Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to tell her she's wrong. Uh, I'm not going to tell her she's wrong. I'm not going to tell her she's wrong. At this point, it's it's still an undecided. It's yeah. an incomplete. Yeah. Because but, as much as there is to like about Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. and I think I I I think he I think he 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 plays the role well. In the sense that I, he says the right things. He says things that that can get you. That that as a fan base you can rally behind. He says he says the right things. He looks mm-hmm. the part. He he's somebody who I think he commands a level of respect in a locker room. I think mm-hmm. he 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 has a level of control in the huddle. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know he might be inconsistent in his play. He might be inconsistent in some of his throws downfield. But I don't think he looks like a deer in headlights when he plays. All of this is true, but let me ask you a question. What's up, man? What's the most important attribute for a quarterback? Ability, uh, an arm. Um, a- an arm. Yeah. And what's the what's the biggest question about Jalen Hurts? His arm. His arm. No, I mean, look. I mean, you know, I know and I, this is not me saying he's bad. This is yeah. me saying there's a lot. Bro. Of work to do, bro. You know me. I, I live before I'm sold on, bro. You know me. I live to argue with you. Mm-hmm. I come to, uh, I turn on this, this this webcam, and I see you on the other side, and I live to argue with you. I will. I, understand. I will stop you when you're wrong. I always do. Mm-hmm. You know, but 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 I I agree with you here. I agree with you. But uh, but you and I, because you and I, are, we both live here. We both mm-hmm. know this fan base. We both know how the tea, you know, how how, how the tea leaves kind of how they spill out around here. Mm-hmm. Team struggling, we blame the quarterback. You know, I I think honestly, they probably at this point in time, I think probably the best move Howie has made in a long time is he's got the perfect backup quarterback because don't nobody want him in. You know, you know. I I don't I don't want to see Flacco. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to see Flacco because honestly, what what have what have I always said about this town? What have I always said about this fan base? Most popular player in the whole team is the backup quarterback. That's how it's always been. Team offense is struggling. Put in a backup quarterback. Make a change of quarterback. Now I hear people saying, "Hey, you know what? Maybe this quarterback isn't isn't the guy." Honestly, I think you got to give him 17 games. 
Got to give him 17 games. And quite frankly, I I personally think, hey, you give him 17 games, then if, you, if you're able to get three uh, draft picks out of him, you, you get three draft, three first-round draft picks, I say you you fill holes. I, I still hopefully believe first round next year they get a, 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 a linebacker because you you see how this front four is. You know, how many stupid penalties did uh, Derek Barnett get today? I, I think none. 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 Not, none on him. None on him, but hey, improvement. Mm-hmm. There you go. Hey. Cheers, I mean, cheers to Derek Barnett. No stupid penalties today. I you, mean, it's improvement, but it couldn't get any worse. That, that, I, I mean, it, it would take conscious effort to keep a streak of personal fouls and late hits and roughing the passers going. That takes at this point, it would have to be deliberate to keep it going. Um, any time Derek Barnett gets to the quarterback and the quarterback is able to get the ball out is a possibility. It's an opening for Derek Barnett to take that quarterback to the ground and draw a flag. I mean, truth be told, there was a time that there was an offensive hold on the Panthers, but the flag came out late. And because the flag came out late, I was nervous until they announced what the penalty was. I was like, you thought, Barnett? You, you thought it was Barnett, didn't you? I did. You absolutely thought it was Barnett. Absolutely thought it was it was him. So I was glad that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't feel that way about players at this point. Yeah. Shout out to Hargrave and Fletcher Cox for doing work in the middle of that defense. Ooh, I, I think finally, I, I feel like they they did more to free up Fletcher Cox. Mm-hmm. Did more, and I saw up. some things that Barrett Brooks was talking about when he was on with us last week, mm-hmm. like the stunts and moving moving defensive linemen. So. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're hard to block when I'm straight in front of you, what happens when I move you? Move you around, things exactly. like that. Exactly. And and maybe, like I said, this is probably the best best game the front four has had since week one. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest compliment I can give them that they had the best, you know, the best game since week one. And then they they put pressure on the quarterback, and I. Th- and I think Slay and 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 Nelson, you know, more pressure on these receivers, a little bit more physical, not always backing up, 50, you know, ten to fifteen, uh, ten to fifteen uh, yards back. I think that that was good. I need to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Not I the, agree. Not the vanilla, whatever slop they have been giving us for the last month. So, you know, there there's there's room for improvement. There's definitely room for improvement, and that's good. Cause they're gonna need to improve when you when you see who's coming up next. When you see who's next on that schedule. Mm-hmm. You got yeah, to defend it. And we're definitely gonna have to talk about them soon. It's the defending Super Bowl chance, bruh. Yeah, we'll we'll get into them later this week, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a good show. We you make sure you check out the the Jonesy and Brown podcast later on this week. I'm sure you feel better about this week's game than I do. I'll put it this way. Put well, it that. Put it, look, I, I can only feel I can only feel but so bad about a loss. You know, I don't think the loss the loss does not make me lose 
I, I'm not going to lose perspective. This is still a work in progress. This is still a rebuilding team. This is still a team that played three quarters of bad football on offense. Maybe the Panthers aren't what we thought they were. Panthers were three and one coming into this season, but we had talked about who who had the Panthers played so far. You know who who were on who did the who did the Panthers beat this season? So for you know, mm-hmm. you, schedule says three and one, but all three and ones ain't the same. Agree. Hold on, let me let me call it. Let me call this up. You know we don't got no we 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 don't have no staff. I don't have any interns. I got to call it up myself. <laughs> Try to All find right. the Panthers schedule. Yeah, 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 real quick. You got a win, three and one wins against the Jets, Saints, and Texans. Jets and Jets and Texans are straight are, are are dookie. You know that's that's that's. that's I mean the Saints got your boy Jameis Winston at the helm. Yeah, I mean that is true. <laughs> That that we, that is true. You duck me every time I bring that conversation up. No, so. I mean, no, 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 look, no. <laughs> See, first of all, like, I don't care about no Jameis Winston. I don't. I don't care about Jameis Winston other than the fact that he irks, you know, he he, he irks you to no end. <laughs> so therefore, I'm gonna bring up Jameis Winston just to get on your nerves. Not because I'm some Jameis Winston fan or something, you know, or I, you know, I'm just out here standing for Jameis Winston. I just know that his style of play, you know, gets on your last nerve. Like you said, he's a habitual bad choice maker. He's a he's a career bad decision maker. Yeah, he makes bad choices. He loves to throw the ball to the players on the other team. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 that is what it is. Let's see what what the what the Saints do today. Oh, they beat the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. They beat the Washington football team. They're three and two. You know they got a better record than us, but it's all good. Whatever. Have I mean, there are a lot of teams that got better record than us at this point. It's all right, you know. Hey, Giants don't. Um, Giants out here getting cooked. I mean, they're they're not that good. I mean, no. That score against Dallas wasn't much different than the score when Dallas played us. So, hey, look, man. Bottom line is, look, Giants lost. We won. And I hate to see it, but Saquon looks like he may be down for some time again. Did you see his ankle? They Mm -hmm. showed his ankle. Man, that was ugly. It was ugly when Bull stepped on his uh, stepped on his foot. So it's like that was just like a freak accident. So it's not even mm-hmm. that's just bad luck. Yeah, that's that's not a matter of being injury prone or anything like that. That's, that's just yeah, bad that's luck. Bad luck. That's bad luck. Wrong place, wrong time. That make and once again that makes you that makes you hate the Giants more because I bet you he'd be completely healthy if Saquon was an Eagle. If he was on, if he was on a team, if he was on any team, then the Giants, Giants out here just wasting that man. But you know, if he was on the Eagles, he'd be out here getting four carries again. Exactly, so. he'd have he he'd be full. Of, he wouldn't be getting hurt. He wouldn't be getting hurt because he wouldn't be getting rock. Anyway, hey, look, man, we got the W. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's all that matters. We we got we got a W. Wasn't a pre- season is still alive. Season. <laughs> no, seriously, at two and three, you're 
regardless of what we think, the game gets played on the field. At two and three, you're still mm-hmm. alive. It's much different if you're one and four. At mm-hmm. one and four, you write the season off. We're yeah. done. Yeah. No, no, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, you know. Cowboys is looking real good. I don't, I don't, you know, and I hate to say that. I hate to give them that. That's a high oct- octane offense they're yeah. running down there right now. Yeah, yeah, but you got uh, you got Tampa Bay coming in. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a tough one. Tougher than mm-hmm. tough, uh, you know. Ain't ain't too much I can say on a short week. Mm-hmm. I, I saw I saw. Uh, on Eagles post game, Michael Barkan tried to spin it like, "Hey, maybe, maybe you know, maybe forty four year old Tom Brady just ain't built to, to play on that that short <laughs> week anymore." And I, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Y'all sell that man. Oh, y'all man. sell y'all sell that man short if you want to. Brady going Brady. Mm-hmm. Eagles going to have to play the most perfect game in their life, but it's all you know. I'm gonna need. Uh, I don't know what you're gonna need. I need to sleep on this one. But yes. it, sleep on it. We'll get back to that. One. We'll, we'll definitely get back to that one. But once again, cheers to cheers to the Philadelphia Eagles. They did get that W. Pulled off a victory. Get the two wins on the season. Two wins. There you go. There, there you go. So all you it's can something. do, it's something. That's what I got for you. It, it's something. It's something. All right, look, we want, hey, once again, thank you for checking out the Green Over Everything podcast. Remember, download this podcast and anything else we produce. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search Best in the World Sports. You can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at BITW Sports, and at Jonesy and Brown. Here's Mike Jones. I am John Brown. You want to hear this show again? Listen to it on the way to work. We'll be on Philly Go Flow Radio at phillygoflow.com. phillygoflow.com tomorrow at 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. for the Green Over Everything Real Talk Wrap-Up where we talk Philadelphia Eagles. Thank you for checking us out. We will talk to you guys next week. Jonesy and Brown later on this week. Peace, y'all. Peace. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports.